Hello, and welcome to the Guardian Protection Podcast. As Guardian wins the FT Advisor Five Star Service Award for the third year in a row, Guardian's Chief Operating Officer, Duncan Mosley, talked to me about what needs to happen behind the scenes to provide a consistently good service, as well as the role of culture in driving the right outcomes. Hello, Duncan. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, now, Duncan, you've been with Guardian since the beginning and helped launch the company in 2018. Can you tell us a little bit about your career leading up to that point? Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's quite a long story, so I'll try and keep it short. Um, so I, I actually started in the industry back in the late 1980s in bank assurance. Um, and, and from that early time, I've always been interested in, in change, and in particular, how people and technology and culture work together to drive effective change. Um, so to probably the, the, the interesting parts of my story, at the, the back end of the dot-com boom, I was involved with AXA launching a, a financial services portal. So it's bringing together banking, uh, mutual funds, insurances in, into a single platform. And this is the early days of aggregated platforms. It, it, it sort of was too early for that proposition, but it was fascinating to see how how customers interacted and, and build confidence in, in their financial purchases um, and, and actually led me with a high degree of confidence that customers still need support from advice. Um, I then moved on from there in, into various roles. I suppose the next material point in my career was around, I spent eight years at Prudential. Um, I had a fascinating two years in India, living in Mumbai, looking at an offshore services business and sort of transforming that from being a, a low value, high volume business to a high value knowledge based business that, that now supports strategically across the what's now um, the global group. Um, and when I came back to the UK, I led the digitization agenda for Prudential UK. Um, what, what you might see now as my pro um, sort of started what, about 10 years ago, really starting to digitize and, and make, make pro a more, more, more modern, forward looking service operation. Um, that, that sort of brought me to Guardian, which, which, which sort of was a natural next step. It's, it's the opportunity to build a business from the ground up, but centred around the customer outcome. Too, too many organisations that I've worked with over the years have been um, hangstrung by, by historical decisions and architecture. So to build something from the ground up with the customer truly at its heart was, was an opportunity I couldn't turn down. Yeah. Okay. So that's... Uh... That's a, a great range of experience, um, but I'd like to turn to you now as, as COO at Guardian. So that's, that means you're the driving force behind um, the operations of the business. You just won the um, FT Advisor Five Star Service Award, third year in a row. Great, congratulations. But uh, what is Guardian's approach to service, do you think? How, how, can, you, how can you sum that up? <clears throat> I'll start off by saying I'm, I'm proud of all of our teams and, and, and getting that achievement because um, it's not about one team. It's about how, how the whole organisation pulls together. Um, and I also use customer quite a bit when I talk. By customer, I, I mean advisor, I mean firm, I mean policyholder. They're all customers in, in the value chain. Um, and, and those who know our proposition sort of know that we've centred the whole business around customer outcomes. And you'll see that in things like our upgrade promise or term and illness definitions. We've really thought through, say, what, did, what does the customer really need here? Um, and, and the same thing drives our, our service. Um, now, the foremost of that is actually about culture. And uh, quoting Richard Branson, one of my team tested me of this on my, in, as, as, we, as we launched, which is who, who are your most important people? 
Uh, and Richard said, if, if you look after your staff, they'll look after your customers. It's that simple. Uh, and for me, that, that really enough sums it up well, because it's about, it's about the culture of the organization and building a culture that really cares, cares for each other, cares for our customer, cares for the outcomes. Technology is there to support, but the outcome and what the customer really needs is key. So we hire people on attitude. We promote people. We develop people on attitude. We're looking for people who really want to understand the customer, understand what they're trying to achieve. Um, and, and that's at a, a sort of micro level on a, on a single interaction and a more macro level on, on how we're building future services. Um, it's, it's, the technology isn't always slick. Um, and if you look at great service organizations and first direct have always performed incredibly well. They don't have the best banking platform in the world, um, it, they, but they have incredibly strong people who know what they're, what they're there to do. Um, and it's, it's really quite difficult to tie that down to examples because examples become quite small. Um, and, and one of my favorite is sort of the, the classic Friday afternoon, 4.30, you get the phone call in, customer's mortgage is just completed. The case is somewhere in underwriting, but the advisor left last week, so they can't get access to their application. What do we do? Um, and, and what's great to then see is, is, is the team find that application, pull it through, recreate it, um, re recomplete the underwriting, get a decision out there and get it on risk in time for the, in time for the weekend. Um, it's that the most important thing at that point in time was to get that customer on risk before they broke for the weekend so they didn't have to worry. Um, and and they're, they're small little things, but they're the things that make the difference. Um, sort of on a more policy level scale, I suppose things like claims for us, we would always involve the advisor in a claim because you don't know who, who's needed to support the claimant or their family as they go through what is a terribly traumatic point in their, their lives. They've trusted the advisor to recommend our product and the advisor has a, a role to play. Um, so again, when, when I consider team, team isn't just guardian people, it's who else is involved. Um, so it could be a support service, it could be the, the advisor. Um, and, and that's where you've got to think quite expansively around what is needed to deliver that very simple outcome to give the customer what they need. But you, you may have already encompassed this, but, but just I, I, I wanted to ask what the, what the most um, important aspects are for delivering on service. You've probably already touched on that in terms of what do you think? It, yeah, no, I have touched on, but, it, but it's useful to summarise. Yeah. Um, uh, people first. You've got to look for people who really care and are focused on understanding what's needed. You've then got to build a culture behind that so everybody pulls in the same direction. Um, and then we see that in any large organisation, getting different teams, different functions to align to get the outcome is, is always a challenge. And a key thing for me within that is purpose. Why am I here? Not only why am I here for the business, but why am I here? How does this align to me? And we see this more um, sort of recruiting millennials who have a far stronger sense of purpose. Purpose is really key because it gives you that anchor um, in, into how to make good decisions. And then finally, feedback. Never stop listening because what was right today may not be right tomorrow. And you'll only know that if you keep listening. Okay. And how easy is it to orientate the staff to take service seriously? Culture, culture is really difficult. And culture, culture will develop whether you actively manage it or not. Um, it just may not be the one you want. Uh, and, and that's 
That's the trick. What we're focused on is making sure that everybody, it does come back to that purpose point. We constantly look to recenter, not only around what the business goals are, but what we as people need. Um, and, and it's that realization, every phone call, every email, every contact matters. But to make every single one of those work, you've got to have the whole team pull to, pulling together. From outset, we've been very focused on having very strong team communications. In the early days, we'd have a, a daily all-company meeting. We're, we're a bit big for that now, but, but every week we have an all-company briefing um, led by different teams, um, led by the Exco sometimes. So we'll talk about different aspects of that. Um, we still have a a view that we should be lunching together. We have a beer fridge every couple of weeks where the whole company can get together um, and just have a drink at the end of the day. It's not it's not a planned event. It's just 5, 5.30, had a busy day. Let's, let's grab a beer together and have a chat. So it's different ways of knitting people together at a, at a social and a business level. And then that becomes more difficult as you scale. So something like getting a, a whole company briefing, we, we used to do it on the floor in the office, it's now a Teams call. Um, the, these things, you just have to keep keep working at them and keep adapting them, but they're, they're fundamentally important. Um, and one of the, I've just looked at our latest engagement score. So we do a quarterly engagement update. Um, and this is just our customer service team. I understand how my work contributes to the success of Guardian. 19% fully agree with that statement. Now, 90%. In, in, in from an engagement point of view but for me against that I, I know exactly why I'm here is is just a, a superb outcome clearly there's 10 percent we need to uh, help understand but it's that constant communication that we need to uh, focus on why do you think service has been such a fraught issue do you have a view on that between advisors and insurers and providers and platforms and almost that you know almost across the whole financial services service can become a bit of a thorny issue between advisors and 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 companies do you have a view on why that's been the case yes um i think it's because we don't consider the customer um we i, I think as organizations we forget that there's a customer at the end of this and i mean policyholder type customer who is trusting their advisor to make a recommendation. And, and, and we too often look at the interface between ourselves and the advisor and not look through. That advisor is putting their reputation on the line when they recommend a guardian. And that customer is then looking to the advisor and saying, well, why is it not working? So any, any mistake we make is amplified for that advisor. Um, and, and but the, the advisor can't actually do anything about it because they've delegated part of the process to us and, and we may have delegated further, we might be waiting for a GP report. So, so you get this amplification as you go through where you've got a, a very busy person whose sole focus is to keep their client engaged and confident in their advice. And when, when things go wrong, it damages that reputation. And I think that's why it becomes so sensitive. It's not just my TV was delivered 24 hours late, my personal reputation, the recommendations, maybe the sale, maybe um, the broader client relationship. I, I, I may be working with that whole family. 
Um, so, so suddenly one mistake gets amplified out. And I think that's why it becomes such a sensitive issue. Very interesting. Um, okay, if we looked at um, current processes, do you have a view on what might be done to smooth the process for um, advisors and for their clients as well? How can we make things easier? What's, what's, what are your thoughts on that? I think it needs to be quite tailored because different firms have different needs. Um, and it's, it's understanding. So, so, so one of the key challenges, particularly in our sec sector, is when we can't give an immediate decision in online underwriting, it, it falls into a manual process. And that manual process can, can rely on uh, information from GPs, medical information, financial information for, for cases. So you're suddenly relying on a whole load of other people. Keeping people informed through that process is, is the most important aspect. But who do we tell? Now, some firms, the advisor will be all over that and they'll be close to it. Other firms will hand that off to a back office administration. It might be a power planner who's local to them, or it might be a back office function somewhere else. So unless we're keeping the right person informed in the right way, then it'll just drive work because some, somebody needs to know a piece of information that, that they can't get hold of. So, so for me, it's then understanding where are those challenges and how do we best service it? So, so it may be sending an email to the advisor works for some people, but it's completely lost for other people. Um, being able to tailor, and I'm not saying we've, we've, we've solved this one. Um, it, it's one of the ones that I'm, I'm pondering, but, but how do we get the information to the right place to save the advisor or the administrator having to pick up the phone and ask us? Now that's clearly reducing effort for the firm, it's reducing effort for us, it's giving better outcomes to the client because they'll be better informed on, on progress. So it's got all the right characteristics, but it's then finding the way to deliver it. And then there'll be many other examples in, in our interactions where by getting the right information to the right person, we can all um, sort of take effort out of, out of the process. That's great, Duncan. Thanks very much for talking to us today and um, giving us your really um, valuable insights. My pleasure. Lovely to chat with you. Thanks, John.